So he has just commissioned me this morning just to share a few words with you. So we're looking forward from God to just speak with us, amen. Just to give us a few words of encouragement just to touch us so that when we leave this morning we will not be the same as we came in amen. I have a few scriptures that I would like to share with you and I hope that the Lord will bless us this morning amen. Uh, while we are standing if we can just open our Bibles from Philippians 2 uh, verse 5 or verse 5 we'll read it from verse 5 to verse 10 and 19 to 22 uh, have we all found it? Amen. So it reads thus, Let the mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of man. And then being found in the fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the dead of the cross. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. If we can just turn over to verse 19. Verse 19. The brother, you can just bring, uh, just read the first, the other first part. From five to ten first. Ifunderalendena. <laughs> But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timotheus shortly unto you, that I also may be of good comfort when I know you, your state. For I have no man like-minded, like-minded who will naturally care for your state. For all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. 
but you know the proof of him that as a son of the father. I just want you to mark the word as the son with the father. He has served with me in the gospel. Amen. Verse 19, Okay, and then we can open our Bible again from on First Samuel uh, chapter sixteen. And then we can read uh, from verse thirteen. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that the day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. And then we can just turn also, you can read my Bible. Samuel, why is it about a pond, Loma Futa, Wam Toba, Parati, Coba Foab, Umoyara Jehovah, Wesela, Pesu, Kura David, and Amandla, Kusuela, Kululosu, Kuya Pambil, why is a suka, Usamuel, why a ram? And then we can read also verse 17, uh, the same chapter, the same uh, Samuel, first uh, Samuel uh, chapter 17, and read from verse 22. And David left his courage in the, la- the hand of the keeper of the courage and ran into the army and came and saluted his brethren. And as he talked with them, behold, they came up, the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistine and spoke according to the same words. And David had him, had, the, had them. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the men, fled from him and were so afraid. And the men of Israel said, Have you seen this man that is come up? Surely to defy Israel is to come up, and it shall be that the man who killed him, the king will enrich him with the great riches and give him his daughter, and make his father's house free in Israel. And David spoke to the man that stood by him, saying, what shall be done to the men that killed this Philistine and take it away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him after the same manner, saying, So shall it be done to the men that killed him. And then also we can go to verse, uh, verse 32 and 233. And David said to Samuel, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go up against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, he a man of war from his youth. Amen. Verse 22, Fundera Wakujimela impini, wababingelela abafuwa. 
Kepa, esa kuluma nabo, bega, wenyuga, ikawe ilikulu umfilisti wasekati, ngukuliati ikamalalo. Epoma, ezintleni, zama filisti, wakuluma, wona, lawamazwi, utafito, wawezwa. Bonke, abantu bawa Israel, sebebonile, lomuntu, baba lega, besaba kakulu. Abantu bawa Israel, bati, nimbonile, lomuntu, o wenyugile na, ngokuba, wenyugile, uku, uguisa, u Israel. Kuya kuti umuntu ombulalayo inkosi imcebise ngengcebo enkulu imnike indodakazi yayo iyenze indlu kayise ibe ngekhulukhulile kwaka Israel udavide wakhuluma kubantu ababemi naye wathi kuyakwenziwani ntoni kumuntu obulala lomfilisti asusa enhliziyo kwa Israel na ngokuba Ngubani lo mfilisto ongasogile uguba ayise impi kankulungulu opilayo na. Abantu bampendula galona leluzi bati kuye kuya kwenziwa kanjalo kumuntu ombulalayo. Uves eh, from Thirty-one and then we'll lastly, we'll read uh, verse 47, the same chapter. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saved not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. Verse 47, Oti. Yazi and may the Lord bless the reading of the word as we pray. Dear Heavenly Father, here am I in front of your people. I know, Father, that they are your people. Amen. You are the one who knows their needs. Uh, can you please, Father, come and use me this morning as a vessel? I yield myself unto you, dear Heavenly Father. Amen. And may you come, Father, bless your people this morning. And may you please come and touch their heart, Father so that they will know that you are the Lord, Father, that you are the same yesterday and for day and forever, Father. Amen. Your word never changes, Father. Amen. So that even today, Father, when they live here, Father, they'll have something that they can ponder about, Father. Mm-hmm. Will you please uh, circumcise my lips, Father, circumcise their ears, ears, Father, so that there will be a supernatural channel connected between you, Father, between me and between them, Father. Mm-hmm. And may you please also help the interpreter, Father, as we try to bring the, the word unto your people. We pray, Father, Amen. believing in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Oh, uh, we can have a seat. Uh, I would like to greet you again in the name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. There is a few ways I would like to share with you this morning. Uh, as I've indicated, we'll take our test from uh, Philippians. Where, uh, um, uh, where, let me just look for it quickly. 
where Paul when he's writing to, to Timothy he says Timothy a son of a father alright um, so for, we'll take it from this, this side the reason uh, we're going to take it is because it's because Paul wrote the, the book of the Philippians of the, this book to the Philippians so after he wrote it he, he wanted to to, to, he was speaking to them about sending someone to them. But that person was his uh, Timotheus. And on verse 22 he says, but you know the proof of him. That as a son with the father, he has served with me in the gospel. So our text this morning will be the relationship between the father and the son. Uh, Timothy, Timothy, having the same mind of of, uh, of Christ, just like Paul, and as a son of the father, just like Paul was. So there was a natural relationship between the two that they were brethren. But there was also a supernatural or a spiritual relationship between the two of them. Because they shared the same God. So that is why Paul had confidence in, in, in sending Timothy towards the Philist, to, to the Philippians. For the same mind of Christ that was in Timothy was also in Paul. So he knew that the very same thing that he wants to deliver unto the Philippians because of the channel that they shared between the two of them Timothy will be able to do the same thing. Because he believed that Timothy who was like-minded unto, like unto him he will have the same natural care that he had towards the Philippines as he would have himself. Because on the same scripture he says, for other people seek their own things, but not the things of Jesus Christ. But him and Timothy, the bond that connected them, it was the things of the Lord Jesus Christ. The gospel of truth, the good news that they got from the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, this is the same relationship that we share as well. A supernatural relationship. But if you can look at, at our heading, it says the relationship between the Father and a son. The Father is Jesus Christ, God, and then a son is us. 
Eternal. Yes, and then you can also say, to say the same thing and say the relationship between the Father and the Son. That is the relationship between Christ and God. And then you can also say the relationship between the Father, a Father, and a Son. And that is a natural relationship that will exist between a Father and a Son. Amen. So, the last time I was here, I, I spoke about uh, the subject, the door to the ship. And uh, it shows how the, uh, Christians are likened to a ship. With a shepherd who is a pastor. And a chief shepherd who is Christ. And we showed how they, that they, they shape naturally. It is meek, gentle, and then uh, there was one thing that if you read, we remember the scripture that we read. That a sheep could not lead itself. It needed the guidance of the, sheep, of the shepherd. And that of the chief shepherd as well. Without those two, it will be lost. So a, 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 a sheep cannot protect itself or look after itself. I was with Rela, I was with It will need to be guided. That is the nature of a sheep. But you'll agree with me that there are some situations which you will, will encounter in life. That even as a Christian, you cannot approach them with the meekness of a sheep. There should be a turn in your character. Uh, like if the, the devil corners you. Or if the, the devil corners your children. You'll have to be bold to be able to fight the enemy. Draw in the power from Christ himself. So, as we read here, David was faced with the same situation. Goliath was going up and down, looking for somebody that he could fight. But no, out of the host of Israel, there was no one brave enough to come and fight him. Because of the way Goliath looked like. He was tall. The, the, the Bible says he was about six cubits tall. If you can just imagine that that's about almost 2.7 meters. Now, that is a giant of a man. So he was going up and down saying 
to the, to the children of Israel. Is there anybody, one man that I can that I can fight me? If he can defeat me, we will be our servants. But if I defeat him, we will be your servants. So for 40 nights, 40 days, 40 nights. He kept on saying the very same words. But nobody could come up and face him. But then it happened. Because at that time, David was not, was, was, remember Saul had asked David to come and then because the, when the spirit of, of God went into David after he was anointed I think you will agree with me that when you anoint, somebody is anointed with oil oil represents the Holy Spirit the, Holy spirit, the spirit of God left soul and from that day he was troubled and he sought a, a person who could be and then some of his advisors. They advised him and said, maybe if we can find somebody who can play a harp unto you, for the Lord has sent us an evil spirit unto you. Maybe you'll be able to find peace and be able to rest. So the very same person was David. So now when the Philippines, the, Phil, the Philistines declared war unto Israel, Israel. They, 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 they Saul left as the captain of the host as a as as king and then David because he was he was still, the, 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 word, the word of God said he was still a young man and then only his three brothers his three eldest brothers when they joined the, 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 the army and he went back to mend his father's ship so while there, his father, uh, his father Jesse, asked him and said, after a few days while the, the, the battle was raging, take, and take some food to your brethren and then just see how they are. Yes, so how they are doing. So when he came there, he found Goliath going up and down. Nobody brave enough to face him. So that, that day, a change had to happen in, in David. He could not approach uh, uh, Goliath as a shepherd now. He had to be a soldier to be able to fight him. So even this day you will agree with me that even the Lord, the same thing happened to the Lord Jesus Christ. When he died on the cross, he came as a lamp. Yes, because the, the, the situation compelled him. He took a different nature, that of a lamp, 
Because he was God. The word of God tells us that by that time when he went to the cross, God left him so that he could die just as a man. So, but when when the, the, the devil made a mutiny in heaven, Amen. The devil made a mutant. Lucifer. The chief dragon. As we read in Revelation 12, verse 7 to 12. So he had to take a different form. He came as Michael the archangel. Because now the situation required him to fight. A lamb could not fight uh, the dragon. That is not his nature. But Michael the archangel even when Gabriel one day was cornered by the, the, the demons, he had to call upon Michael to come and rescue Now, even this time, he came as Michael the archangel. So, according to Revelation 12, verse 7 to 12, Michael with his angels, and I can tell you that you were part of those angels this morning, that were there with Michael, that cast Satan out of heaven, then he went into the, came down here on earth. Then there was who unto the inhabitants of earth. While there was peace in heaven. Right. So when the devil was defeated by Michael, like I said, we were part and parcel of those hosts of armies. So we overcome Michael by the blood of the lamp and the power of Christ. That's what Revelation 12 says. And the word of God tells us because he was cast to earth there was great sorrow, gloom and misery on the inhabitants of earth. Now, this is the present situation here on earth. Because the devil has unleashed all his demons. Now, as we speak here on earth, and this is where the bride of God is is, is on earth. Now, it's a battle for survival. It is God with his, it is Christ with his, with his uh, bride. The devil with his demons. All fighting for territory. But we know that this is only for a, a short time. Because that is why, the, and this is the reason why the, the world is as it is now. And I remember one we me with one of my friends. We used to think that in uh, if you go to Europe, there there will be mostly 
maybe there will be natural disasters in Europe. But if you come to Africa, Africa, you'll find that there will be famine, war. I, I think you'll agree with me. We've never, we've never heard of an earthquake happening in Africa. But not long ago, I was with a pastor and he was telling me that there were uh, there was a hailstorm in Tembis and there was floods even in Durban. So this signifies that there is a change in the situation. The end is near. If you, if you run from war in Africa, Thinking that now you'll be saved. There. You have ISIS roaming the whole place. So you are not safe anywhere except under the blood of Christ. So this morning I want to make the, the it personal. That is why I never wanted to speak about the relationship between the bride and Christ. But what, I wanted to speak about the relationship between a son and a father. Because it is personal. And then even the son here refers to you. And then it's not only about sons. It's also sons and daughters of God. Because it's, it's said, the word says, if you, if you believe and accept him as your personal savior, you become sons and daughters of God. So the father, Ubaba, is the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, like I said. So even Paul referred to Timothy as a son. That is why Paul referred to Timothy as a son of a father. And you'll agree with me that when the when the the, the, the devil is done with the people of the, on the world, because we are we are the bride. He has done everything that he can do to them. And his focus now has shifted to us, the bride, you. So you have to be at wit's end. Be, you must be on guard. Because what he's looking after to, to take from you is you your children, your position, everything that you value. Amen. Amen. But I, I, I want to assure you that we as the bride of Christ we are prepared and we are ready for him. Because the, the Christ has made his bride ready. As a result, he has made you ready. You are prepared for this battle. Because when Christ chooses a person, he will place them 
and you keep them. Wherever where you are, he will equip you with your word to face the battle. And as a result, it is a showdown. Now there was a story that I read about. There was a famous uh, rugby player. I think the Rugby World Cup was last year. So while in, in a few months before the, 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 the tournament has to begin. So he injured his uh, knee and tore his uh, cruciate ligament. So he, he was the, one of the top uh, performers in the team. So when he went to the specialist to, to see him, they did uh, some tests. Then they found out that he had actually torn and the cruciate ligament in one of the knees. Now, because of that ligament, his knee was unstable. So he could not play. He could not play. Yes, so his career was almost over. As young as he was. But there was something. If there was somebody who can donate, because now the, the ligament was short, so they needed an, a piece of a ligament just to drain it up. So if there was somebody who could just donate that piece of a ligament for him, then uh, within a few months, then he would be ready to play the rugby world cup. So when there was a call, his father raised his hand. And I said, no, I will donate my, my cruciate ligament. So the father donated his cruciate ligament. Was left with an unstable name. So that just that his son can play in a rugby world cup. He was working normally before. Now he had to use a walking stick. Now just imagine if a parent who doesn't know God could donate his own mobility to his son. What more we parents who know Christ? What is it that are we prepared to give our children to ensure their spiritual well-being? I think I wouldn't do justice to the sermon if I don't mention Sister Haiti. Haiti right. Because maybe let me just tell you the story. The prophet went down some day hunting. So while hunting, the squirrels were out of season. So he had, a, he had a, an edge, you know, to, to shoot something, a squirrel, as a hunter. 
Now, while there, a voice came to him. Yeah, if you want the squirrel, where do you want it? No, he thought he was dreaming. No, I didn't hear this correctly. Squirrel. This is not a season for squirrels. Then they said, no. The voice said, no. Where do you want it? Just say where you want it. Then he said, no, I, I want one day. No, it was always approaching evening time. So he shot that one. Then he said, they, they said no, and the word said no. Initially you said you wanted three. Where should we put the second one? Then he pointed the spot there. Now there was a tree. To, to make sure that he was not dreaming, that you will never ever find a squirrel ever. I told no, put it on that table. Then he shot it. Now that one got lost because it was dark. So now he went and because he was fellowship fellowshiping with some brethren. Then uh, while they related the story to them. Now, after he read the story, normally when brethren fellowship together, they will ask for maybe when they're going to maybe go retire to sleep, ask for a prayer. And then he asked one of his deacons to pray. Now, the man didn't believe him. It is out of season. He talked about three. He doesn't know where the other one is. And he said, God, when he prayed, may we please tomorrow when we wake up, just to show that if our brother is telling the truth, may we find that squirrel where he says Brother Brenham was troubled. Oh, he, was, he was upset. I mean, this is my deacon. After all the things that I've been through with him, all the miracles that we've seen me perform, all the sermons that I've preached, how God manifested himself through me, how could my brother doubt him? Remember, brethren, if you have doubt, you don't have faith. Because doubt and faith cannot coexist. They are opposites. Yes, so after that, so after a few days, they left. Then he was in the house of Sister Hetty. There were about four individuals, and he was fellowshipping with them. And he started relating the story. Now, all of, the, all of them, were, the other were looking at him. Is that true? He said the word and the squirrel was there. Can that happen? Out of the blue, Sister Hetirite stood up. That is nothing but the truth. Immediately, something power. He said, Sister Hetirite brought some power. And then after that, 
the voice came. Now, as we speak, give that woman whatever she needs. Whatever she needs, just say the word. It will happen. So, there were a lot of things happening in Sister Hedges' life. I mean, his parents were old. I mean, I mean, the God is the font, has a fountain of youth. So maybe he could ask for them to be young again. One of Sister Hitzright's sister was bedridden ill. He could maybe ask for her healing. And then uh, they were poor. Now, I mean, whatever, you know, Brother Brenham was saying, whatever ma- amount of money you want, ask for it. But now, if you realize, all these things are temporary. If you ask for youth, you're going to age again and ultimately die. You ask for money. Yes, you'll renovate your house. Maybe buy a new car. Some furniture. Your relatives will be brother uh, brother. You know, I was looking for a thousand dollars. Can you please lend me? It will be gone. The sister, even though she was bedridden, if she was healed, she might get sick again. If she doesn't get sick again, she will get old, ultimately die. Now, there were so many things that she could ask for. But she asked for something. Eternal. Something that if she asked for, nothing could take it away. It would never change. Now to vindicate the word of the prophet, when she asked for that thing, it happened. So she asked for the salvation of her children. Brother Abraham said, at that moment, those two boys, troublesome as they were, and then they just fell in front next to the brother Brennan. Accepted Christ as their personal savior that day. You see, what is it that a parent sacrificed for his children? That is why I was asking. What is it that you can give out for the salvation of your children, for the spiritual welfare of your children? Yes, because if they live physically, I mean, all the parents here, you make sure that your children eat. You educate them. You make sure that they have a roof over their heads. Those things are good. But what about their spirits? What is it that you are doing in your house daily to make sure that what they, you as, a, as their parents have 
they also may have a relationship with Christ. So you see, it behooves us, parents, that we might we might not look at only temporary things. We mustn't be short-sighted. We must look after the well-being of our children. So, as, 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 as I've just said, so the sister, sister Haiti Wright asked for that. And even we as parents, as parents who love their children, as mothers who love their daughters, I, I will read you a quotation from the Brother Brenham. Uh, if you can just read it now. It is a quotation from the spoken word. spoken word. Uh, who is God. And then we'll read it from paragraph 12. Alright, before we get there, on, on the spoken word, who is God? Uh, Brother Brenham read a, a, a scripture about the, the, the centurion. The Roman general. Whose servant was sick. Now being sick, because he was a Gentile, a, a foreigner, he asked some Jews to go and ask Christ to come and pray for his servant. Brother Brenham says, he found himself unworthy. And then he says, it is normal people who are unworthy who manage to get things that they require from God. But it is those ones who think that they have a right, that they, it is upon them to get that thing. Like the Jews, who normally, if they were first, they become last. Because we Gentiles, we found ourselves unworthy. We even said, even if the breadcrumbs that fall on the top, the table, on the side of your table, if you can even feast on that, that is enough for us. But they, they were looking for a savior to come and free them from the Romans who has just captured the Jerusalem. Even when Christ was walking among them, they did not see him. They did not even recognize him because they were looking at things external, not things internal. They were looking at their, just their present situation. Now, this Roman uh, general, while they were coming with Christ, all of a sudden he sent some servants. And he says, What? I'm a man under authority. If I tell a servant to, to go, he goes. If I tell the servants to come, he is compelled to come. If I tell him to do that, he does it. So he said to Christ, I don't think it's necessary. I, I don't think I'm even worthy for you to even come under my roof. Just say the word and my servant 
will get better. And that is when the, the, the Jesus Christ said, throughout the whole of Israel, I have never seen such faith as being professed by this Roman general. That he doesn't need any prayer. The, just say the word. What do you now, here as we speak, on, in this quotation, uh, Brother Brenham says, Well, I'm afraid that the church doesn't know their authority. I'm afraid that the Holy Ghost born man doesn't realize the authority where or the authority that God has permitted to his church. Then it quotes the scripture, uh, which is Mark 8, verse 27 to 33. Mark 8, verse 27 to 33. Where uh, he asked the, his the, the disciples, Who do people say I am? They said a lot of many answers. But he says, What? Who do you say I am? Then Peter said, You are Christ, the son of the living God. And he said to to Peter, That was not you, Peter, who revealed this to to you. Simon Bajona, it was not you. It was the father. And upon this rock, Brother Bremen says it's not an ordinary rock. It's a revelation. Upon this revelation of who I am. I will build my church. And the gates of hell, the devil cannot prevail against them. That is the promise that he gave to his church. Now that is for us to accept it. He says, whatever you bound on earth will be bound. Whatever you lose will be loosed. I will give you power over seven. That's Brother Brennan. All kinds of disease. Everything. And nothing shall harm you. Then he goes and says, exercise your faith. So do you see, as a church, as sons and daughters of God, there is a promise that whatever we may ask, I mean, if you ask for your children, I mean, we'll go on the story about Job, that he's, he, what he did, that the devil came, and when he came, he, he, was, he says he was going to and fro when the sons of God came to present themselves. Before God, he came among them. And coming among them, he, he, the, the God, God asked him, Have you seen my servant Job? I can tell you, he's an upright man. Perfect. He has choose evil. On this face of the earth, there's none like him. As cunning, you know, he's a, he's a subtle, he's how subtle the devil is. That's how cunning he is. He said, yeah, it's because you, you build a hedge around him. You protected him. So I can't, there's nothing of job that I can I, I, touch. I, 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 so do you see what happens to a parent 
if they trust on God. He builds a hedge around you, around your family, around your position. For, David, for the devil to come and touch your children, if you have faith, he needs permission from God to do it. He, he cannot just cut a blanch on your keys and do something. No, he has to ask for permission. Because you are the son of the living God. So he said, uh, you see, if I can touch, you can give me permission to do it. Uh, he'll curse the day you, you created him. He'll curse you. But now God... Had confidence in Job. If you read the spoken word fellowship by redemption, he says Job had been fellowshipping constantly with God. That is why God could say whatever he was saying about him because he's been in constant fellowship with him. He trusted him. Does God trust you to, to, today to be able to say, go and do that to that brother? He will not turn against me. Ask yourself the question. So after that, the, 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 before that, the, 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 the prophet says, I just want to find a place where he says it. He, he says, like, Job almost had a premonition about the whole thing that it was going to happen. He, he, so what he did. When he, every time he, they, they, because he has seven sons, seven daughters, and oh, three daughters, they will go someday, maybe have parties. <laughs> now the brother Bremen says that is where the problem starts with these parties. Because that's where the, 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 the people get loose. Maybe take a drink or two, forget who they are, forget. You see, the company you keep. Maybe they were there with their worldly friends. Influence them. Maybe do that, do this. No, the, the job said, maybe if it could happen that my children have sinned against God. I must do a sacrifice to them constantly. That if something happens to them, this shed blood of the land, Brother Brenham said, will be able to lead them home. That they will not be lost. This is why Brother Obed last week said, when those children died at the very moment when the devil killed them, they went to heaven because the apparent made a sacrifice for them. So what sacrifice are you willing to do for your children? Are you constantly in prayer with them? He says nowadays we need mothers Fathers oh, Baba. who will be able to read bedtime story for their children, Aba, teach them about God. Because Job, Job says, Me and my family, not only me, will, will serve the Lord. Pastor Salem even one day said, I do not believe. 
that I could be saved and any of my children be lost. Do you believe that? That if you believe as a parent, this gospel is not only for you. It is also for your children. It should also include your children. Yes, it's not only for you. The beneficiaries that we enjoy as children of God, they are not only for us because, as parents, because we have accepted him as, as a personal savior. But then Brother Brenham turns and he says, God doesn't have grandchildren. Your children also need to repent and accept him as a personal saint. But I don't think as a parent you should believe that your children should be lost while you are saved. Even Pastor Madiba once says, if when Brother Brennan went to heaven and he met with Sister Hope and then he saw the place where they used even that chair where even the, because they couldn't afford it was taken in the vision and even the, his dog was there even dog of the problem can be in heaven what more about your children what more how could your children be lost and the dog be saved? I refuse to believe it. I refuse. That I could be saved and my children be lost. Now, to show that there is always a problem with kids when they grow out, is they, they don't just turn the way we want them. It, it happened also to Brother Brenham that Rebecca was growing up and then now she was uh, becoming a teenager. And you know t- how teenagers are. She, she was a sweet daughter or a sweet son before. Now growing up, when you say one, she can say two. When you say three, she can actually respond. Now it happened when that uh, uh, Becky was learning uh, piano lessons. Oh, Becky, So she went to another house where, where, where she was learning there. And it happened that one day Brother Bram came into the house. Now he, he said, What? He found Becky with this girl that they usually practice with. They were playing some rock and roll music there. Now, after that, Brother Brem said, no, you can't go there. Even the mother was adamant, no, you can't go there. The music is not good. Now, Becky being a teenager, she told her mother she was going to go there. Because there's no other place where I can learn how to play piano. Now, Brother Brenham, it is uh, one question and answers uh, paragraph, uh, question and answer 243 years. Amen. That is where a sister asked Brother Brenham. Will all the sons and daughters of true born again believers be saved? That was the question. Then that is where he answered and he said, No, 
No, brother, they sure won't. And he says, see, as, as I copied the David Duplessy on this remark, God don't have grandchildren, just sons and daughters. See, they'll have to be born just exactly like their father and mother was born of the spirit. That's what makes a man a new person. Because he's born again. His birth brings him in. Uh, his birth brings a spiritual man of heaven. Oh, sorry, let me just read again. His, his birth brings him a natural man on earth. His second birth brings him a spiritual man of heaven. It changes him, his soul, not his outward conscience, but his outward being, his senses. He still feel and smell, taste and hear, but his inward parts, the internal part. His desires, what motivates him, has been changed to God. Now that is when he starts narrating the story of Becky. Now she say, he says, uh, she, she, she slammed the door and went out. And immediately the brother Bremer recognized that it was the devil. So he remembered even how when he was a two-year-old crying, how they struggled with her. And he said a voice came to him and said, it is the devil getting at your ministry. That is why this child is just crying all the time. You can't sleep. You can't even prepare the message for God. Because she's constantly crying. He said, he said to, to, to Mida, hand me that baby. Satan, in the name of, the, of Jesus Christ, you take your hands off her. And the prophet said, she stopped right there and there and cried no more. From that very hour, it was gone. You have to have that in your door before you can do it. What is it that you should have before you can do such a thing? Whereby you can rebuke the devil. I think it's obvious, brother. You have to have the Lord Jesus Christ in you. So in, with this statement, I want to show you that this thing, they don't apply to the prophet only. They even apply to you. If you say a word, the, the, the Lord Jesus Christ said, the works that I do, greater works than these you will do. It is a promise. But do you believe it? Do you? Because if you believe it, it must be manifested. It must come into play. If you say, my kids will not be in the world, I want them hearing the message. It should be happened that way. Because you as a parent, you have faith. You believe it. No, she's, they got away from the Bible. He's talking about these other parents. So I just want to move down. So he says, we there got down on our knees and committed it to God. 
I said, I know she's 18 years old. Will be in a few days. And uh, a girl that age will think about boys, friends, and, and we kept her in. I never wanted her to get married. I want to put her in the office here to do the work. I want her to be filled with the spirit and live like that. But Abraham knew that this was not real. It's not possible. You can lock up your children. That won't help. That is not a solution. And he said, Well, wait a minute. We've raised her all we can. Now put her in the hands of God. Commit her. Then when she says she does say she does anything, say, Becky darling. Mother don't want you to do, to do that, but I'm your pal. I'll stick by you. Oh, Are you listening, sisters? Let me know the, and let you let her know that you love her. She's going to get somebody to love her, and it might be the wrong woman. You must be the woman that does the loving for your children. Then uh, Becky said, honey, that sounds a little kind of crude, but people, he said, honey, that sounds a little crude, but people come everywhere and set on personal interview and things. And I'm so common. We are common to one another because we are husband and wife, but we never let that happen. You must remember, this is the name of the Lord. Amen. So we got down and committed it to God. Said we'll take our hands off. That afternoon she came in. Then she said, well, I guess you are still saying I ain't going over there. Mira said, I know, I never said about anything, nothing about it. You know mother don't want you to do that. You know that it Killed it, liked it, nearly killed your daddy when he heard that you up there playing that boogie woogie music ever. Now he didn't want you to do that. We don't want you to do that. But we just committed it to the Lord. I want you to know we love you. Whatever you do, we still love you. She hollered and said, I'm going anyway. And they said, All right, dear. She went ahead. Said, that is a matter. All right, I'll have supper ready when you get back. And the conclusion is, she never did go. Ever. So you see what love can do. We are born to turn the Yes, it will compel. It, if you give your children love, if you live the, the, the life of Christ, because the thing is, with children, it's not what you say. It's what you do. Yeah, you can scold the child. But if you as a parent, you are not right. That is why brother Obed Yoka he said living a Christian life must die right at home. Don't come here and tell us that you are a Christian if your children don't know about it. Charity starts at home. 
If you want to win over your children, as parents, we need to examine ourselves to see if we are right with God. Are we what we say we are? So you see, as parents, we are not without authority. We have it through the Lord Savior Jesus Christ. That is why Brother Brenham says when Adam and Eve in the beginning the reason why I just want to just tell you how it came about that people lost this authority. That this natural, supernatural channel that used to exist between God and man became clogged. How it is that the, the dynamics can never be in the mechanics. What happened? It's the word of God says, in the beginning, God made heaven and earth, made all the botany life, all the zoology life, then he made man. After making man, the first man that he made in Genesis uh, verse 1, verse 26, it was a spirit man. So after that, God created everything. And he said, what? To the man, I give you dominion over each and everything that I've said. Then he went, they created everything. And in Genesis 2, he said, what? Because remember, the reason why this was a spirit man is because it was created in our likeness. That's what the word of saints said. What, who, who are our likeness? Who does it refer to? It refers to the logos. The, the, the express form of God. The Lord Jesus Christ. And it also referred to you as his attributes. Because when he created heaven and earth at that time, he was not alone. We were in him. So the man that he created, because he is a spirit, he became a spirit man. But because he was a spirit, after the garden, garden of Eden was set up, there was no man to till the ground. There was no what? A physical man to do it. So God went about created man. Breathing the, the breath of life. Put that spirit man in there. To subdue what? So as as time goes on, because he was a he was he was even God gave because he was a spirit man. He came from God. He became an amateur God. God gave him permission to even name the animals at that time. So whatever name he gave to an, an animal, he said it's a lion. It was a lion. The supernatural channel between God and man was 
connected. It was established. It was not clocked up. The things of the world at that time couldn't clock it up. God fellowshiped with men. And then there was a fellowship, constant fellowship between man and God. That was the original creation of God. So God said, of all the animals that I've made, a lion, there is a male lion, there is a female lion. But this man, because he was a spirit man, the word of God said male and female, he created them. And put them in that man. So he could see that the man needed a companion. That's when he took out of a rib of him. Now, Sergeant says, Brother Brenham says that when was the first operation made when God took out a woman out of a man. And after that, he put him on a deep sleep, took out the woman. And he called that that woman that 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 uh, that uh, human being woman. Because she was taken out of a man. Now the word of God says there was harmony in the garden of Eden. And then God used to visit men daily from, towards, from the eastern, eastern side of the, of the garden of Eden. They were in constant fellowship. Even men knew when God was coming. He was not afraid of him. And even Brother Yoga says, because man was powerful, because all the powers that God had, he had put it in him. He could do, if the stream was going another way in the Garden of Eden, maybe it was missing something in the Garden of Eden. He could redirect it as he sees fit. Yes. Because the, all the powers that God had, all the beneficiaries were there in the man. The authority was still there in the man. Then sin came. Man fall. Then the channel became clocked up. Then that's when the trouble started. That is where the situation we find ourselves in. Because the first Adam failed, it required a second Adam. That is why, even though Peter, normal Peter, if you read Matthew, I think it's Matthew 16, if I'm not wrong. After he has just said what Christ was, after he said you are the son of the living God. Because, uh, because uh, Christ was so inspired. He started talking about what's going to happen. How he's going to die in the Garden of Eden. And Peter being Peter. He started revealing Christ. 
Oh, Mar, we're having such a nice time. What is God, this I mean, I've just even done something now. Said who you are. How can you be talking like this? And Christ rebuked him. Said, get away from you, Satan. Because you are concerned with the sins of God of the earth, not of the sins of heaven. Because he compelled Christ to die. Irrespective of how Peter was against him. It's like I've said before. I don't blame Peter, even if I was with Christ, with everything that was happening around him. I wouldn't want him to go. I would want to stick around with him. I mean, he could turn food, one uh, bread, feed 5,000 people. Those who were dead, they they could rise. Peter's were bold. Peter's and his disciples, they were bold. As they walk, the devil, the the, the demons will just raise up their hands. Is is it our time, Lord? Is it our time? Because there's God, Jesus Christ, whose fullness of the Godhead was in him, was walking with them. But that was not the, the end of it. They were supposed to be a spiritual multiplication. So when God sent Adam and Eve out, it needed a substitute. Because they realized quickly that they were naked. Their eyes were open. After being deceived by the evil one. They tried to put dogmas of the churches around them Christ and dogmas and God told them it requires a blood not Christ and dogmas will save you it is a blood of a slave of a substitute that will do it and throughout the ages oxen lambs were slain but they were not enough to bring men to that original stage it required a second Adam to do it that is why it compelled Christ to die so today we could be saved all the powers that were Adam lost, the birthright that he lost it could be brought back to men yes that is why then he went and hang on the cross and that channel was open there was a spiritual multiplication and with that spiritual multiplication that's where all of us come in because we are the fruit of that of the, we, are the, we were the fruits of that the, the, the Brabham told says when he died, the devil thought, oh, now I got him. I know I've killed him now. But he forgot that the quickening power, God's quickening power, was in him. And it is the same power that is in us. When he rose, he did not rise alone. But we rose with him. Yes. The trinity of the devil that hell and grave was conquered. The the, the word of God tells us his spirit went to God. His body was in the grave. And then his soul went to preach to the soul that was in the grave. 
then he started destroying the devil. Took the keys of hell from him. And he gave it to who? The bride. Yes, the power is within us. The only thing it takes is for us to believe. Do you believe this morning? Do you believe him? That is the same yesterday, today, forever. Now, if we, you remember the, 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 the scripture we read, David, when he defeated Goliath, he said the battle is not of sword and spear. The battle is the Lord's. It is not your battle. He, as a mighty warrior, he has won it for you. All the burdens of, of, of this world, diseases, affliction, discouragement, he has defeated them. Now you must take the manifestation of that fruit, of that joyous fruit of his victory. So when he was in the grave, it's like I said, the devil thought he has defeated him. But when he rose on the third day, in the, in, in the, the brethren say, in the, is it the rising of the sun? He said, on that day when the S-O-S-U-N rose, the S-O-N also rose, the S-U-N and the S-O-N rose. That is the sun. And a true God's quickening power. He the devil. And we were in him when he did that. We rose with him. And then that's when the spiritual multiplication took place. And the resurrection power that was in Christ is now shed among us. Because he wanted, he said, for you to be great, I have to go. For you to be great. For you to have the same power, Peter, that I have, you cannot do it while I'm here with you. I have to go and I will send you a comforter. He will speak to you. And the very same work that I've been doing through that comforter, the Holy Spirit, which is, a, which is me, Christ, you will be able to do it. The very same benefits that I used to enjoy, you will be able to enjoy, to enjoy it. Yes. So the Spirit of God is upon us today. And as a result, you could do unbelievable things as long as you believe. Jesus Christ says, I'm in the Father. And he in me. And I in you. And the works that I do. You can do also. I think I will just end here. Amen. We'll just uh, sing a worshiping song. And then we'll ask our precious brother and Bayan to just come in front.
you. Just a round of applause for Brother Michali. God bless you, Brother Michali. Yeah, we can't say more. It, it reminds me of a story that the prophet spoke. In the message he carried for us. Brenham says there was a young girl who went to study at a college. It happened that one day she had to come back home. Her mother was waiting for her. That's how parents sacrifice for their own children. And while she was waiting, and then the girl came through a train, while she was waiting there, Brother Brenham says, now because she had a bad company with her, she had the friends that they were making fun of her own mother. While she, they, they saw her mother, he made fun of her. He said, look at that ugly woman. She looked like a witch. And they started laughing. <laughs> Brenham says she laughed also. When they came off the train, her mom ran with joy. And she tried to hug her own daughter. Brenham says she turned away and said, I don't know you because of her bed. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just supporting my brother when she talks about these uh, young people that think they know. And the little one turned her back away from her own mother. Brother Brenham says there happened to be a conductor there. And his students say, wait. I know this little young girl. And I know why her mother looks the way she looks. While she was young, she was still a baby. It happened that her own mother was doing a laundry. She was laying on a bed. And then all of a sudden the room caught fire. Now the poor mom, what she has done, she took a wet apron and it around her own face. And she went into the burning room to take and and, and save her own child. And when she got to that child, Brabram says when she realizes that the wet apron uh, protected my face from burning. When I go out of this room, she took off the apron she covered the little Mary with it. And the, the conductor said, the, the reason you see this woman
So and then and, and that's how the story is. It was very sad that she didn't realize that. But the reason you see her own mama mom being like that is because of the, the love that she constrained in herself. She loved her own daughter so much that it didn't matter for her. And the messenger of the hour says, so how much more? That is why Christ came and hung on the cross. And the simple reason was me and you to be saved. God bless you, brother Mushami. Let's just sing a song, brother. We love you, Lord. We adore you, Lord. We lay our lives before. Um, you see, God, 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 
There was a, he was the self-existing one. And we know that out of him came Logos. That's exactly where the relationship between the God and his own son started. So that is the original relationship between the father and the son. And that same relationship, we saw it in the Garden of Eden. The brother was saying God had to come every afternoon. So he descended to come and fellowship with his own son. That, that was great in the Garden of Eden. So says, but these days is the restoration of that. So that is our anticipation to see him descending every afternoon. And we saw him this morning, he descended and he had fellowship with us. God bless you, Brother Mushavi. Let us just sing a song again. Friend, brother Thomas, what will come and just close and wrap up everything in the word of prayer? Worthy to be praised.
Father God, and that they could associate, O oh God. Father God, and that they could know, Lord. Father God, who you are, Lord. Father God, as we are, Lord. Father God, we are vessels, O oh God. Father God, and when we go out, O oh God. Father, in our homes, O oh God. In our communities, O oh God. Wherever we may be, O oh God. Father God, may we, O oh God, be used by you, O oh God. Father God, and we pray today, O oh Lord. Father, that you restore the virtue that has left our brother, O oh God. That you bless him, O oh God. Heavenly Father God, and each of and every one of us, O oh God. As we go home, O oh Lord. Father God, may we go and, Father God, work on the relationship with our children, O oh God. Father, but more importantly, O oh God, the relationship between Father and Son, O oh God. The relationship between us and you, O oh God. Heavenly Father, because that has the key, O oh God. That holds the key, O oh Lord. And we thank you, O oh Lord. You came and you reminded us, O oh God, that you are a present tense God, O oh Lord. Father God, as you are present tense, O oh God, we should be present tense parents in our homes too, O oh God. Father God, we say thank you, O oh God. Father, because, O oh Lord, you said, O oh God, through your prophet, O oh Lord, that any man can, Father God, go through the Bible and read, O oh God. But it takes you to reveal your word unto us, O oh God. And, O oh God, we are privileged today, O oh God, that you spoke, O oh God. Father, and we thank you now, Lord. We pray, O oh God, be with us the rest of the week, O oh God. Protect us, O oh God. Father God, may we walk, O oh God, in your favor, O oh God. We thank you now, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Uh, God bless you. May the Lord fight your battles. May he protect you throughout the week until we meet on Wednesday. God bless you. A song, dismissing song. Bless you.